This podcast is brought to you by ThamesCon, bringing conventions to Oxford and London, including the Great Conjunction, the first ever dark crystal convention in the world. For more information, visit their website at www.thegreatconjunction.com. And to our Crystal of Truth TR Patreon member, Albert Kessa. Albert's a fellow Aussie and Dark Crystal fan who's actually been on Trial by Stone as a guest before. He makes intricate pattern prints, the kind you'd find a mystic carving into the sands in the forests of Thra. So if you like the Dark Crystal, there's a good chance you'll like his patterns too. You can check out his art and entertainment podcast on Apple, Stitcher or Google just by searching Albert Kessa. That's Kessa, C-H-E-S-S-A. And check out shirts, products with his patterns on them at albertkessa.com forward slash store. Another world. Another time. In the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone! Dea, Tea, Dara, Tea. Your vital essence, the dark crystal. Kida, Kida. Come, come, see for yourself. Oru, Goru. How very interesting. Dea, Tea. I feel the song of Thra in my heart. Now go, you heroes of Thra. Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in um, to this podcast as we chat all things Dark Crystal. And, um, you know, recently, I mean, I think this was uh, last week, actually, um, or the week before. I know it's, it's, uh, a, lot, a lot has been happening the last, you know, week or so. So, um, so but, you know, of course, we had the, um, the Museum of the Moving Image uh, the big sort of Dark Crystal Age of Resistance live event that sort of happened uh, with a lot of guests. And, we, you know, we just wanted to sort of break it down, sort of talk about what happened and what we liked, what we didn't like and all that kind of, all that kind of good stuff. So, of we course... Spoiled brats I've, a little bit. Yes, I know. So, <laughs> with us, as always, is uh, Jamie and Sydney. So, yeah, thank you so much. And, and how have you both been going? Not too bad, not too bad. It's, not too bad. Yeah, been, yeah, it's been getting hot up here but um okay yeah america's like crazy right now yeah yes yeah yeah but uh, it's all probably good for the best yeah um moving absolutely um we're the resistance is is forming in a very real way (laughs) (laughs) resistance yeah yeah we're i mean it is it is relevant right now to be ours (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) I know it is so weird, like we have age resistance, how relevant it's just become, you know, more and more so with things that have been happening around the world. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's incredibly it's, relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. shockingly relevant. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So everyone has even more reason to watch the show now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, check it out on Netflix. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> a little show. Anyone? You may have heard of it. Check yeah, it out. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tell your friends to watch yeah. it. Tell your tell your uh, uncle that you always argue with at Thanksgiving to watch it, especially. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, we just we just thought we'd do a little, you know, a little episode talking about this event and um, and just just our so sort of our thoughts. Like, I know it was really interesting. You know, it was 
I mean, that was the first thing, you know, when they announced that there was going to be so many guests going beyond this live show with, you know, Lisa, Haley, Louie and Will and Jeff and Brian and even Wendy made a bit of an, an appearance as well. Yeah. So it was, it was actually even really in the comments too. Yeah. There yeah. And more special guests in the comments all like, we're here watching too. And we were like, everyone's yeah. here. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah! All the communities and stuff. I mean, it was good seeing. Um, I, I know you know Jason from Dark Crystal Conjunction, who's also part of the the Gathering Songs podcast. Um, he was there, and um, I think uh, uh, uh you know the uh, the Cheryl dream... Hansen was in there. Cheryl, yeah, Cheryl Hansen was Jeff there. Kimball, um, Alice Deneen, Becky yeah, Henderson the puppet, was in yeah, there. Yeah, Becky popped yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was such a big sort of Dark Crystal virtual reunion of sorts. Um. Yeah which was really, really cool. Yeah. It was very funny. Like, um, you know, talking about, you know, at the start, how there was that bit of a delay with the presentation. Uh, <laughs> this is always the, the magic of, you know, live um, events, you know, you never know what's going to happen live. And um, so I thought that was a bit of a little funny moment, you know, yeah. trying to get things all set up <laughs> before they could continue on. I thought that was, uh, yeah. I feel like it was mostly Brian, like Brian Froud was, struggling with his technology and the audio yeah. for like a good I, audio yeah because yeah, like, what's it, happening <laughs> I, I know because i think i think it's like usually um because if you have i because it happens a lot like especially in radio as well like when you have yeah. the radio people calling up people and there you actually have the radio on like on speaker and you just get that weird thing so it's like yeah um you must have had that on you know had the yeah. conversation on speakers and not in your headphones or whatnot so yeah. So that was, that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, but no, it was a really, it was a really interesting event, like how, um, you know, it was sort of, you know, a little bit of, you know, things that we sort of already knew about, um, you know, with Lisa and Haley, they sort of talked about, you know, sort of how this show sort of got all back together, you know, how it all happened, um, essentially. And, um, you know, many things, including, I mean, I know, uh, Louis mentioned how like Dark Crystal again was, you know, a huge inspiration for him and, um, how sort of after the, uh, I think the success of the clash of the Titans, um, you know, to wanted to, you know, he could meet anyone. He's like, no, I'm going to meet with Henson's and, you know, wanted to know you know, what's happening with Dark Crystal at Henson's. And, um, so that was really like, you know, it was cool it's just to hear them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah absolutely and i think probably one of the most interesting things sort of coming up i think when they were talking about how there was a lot of material out there and um i think it was will and he sort of described it you know that there was like so many pieces so many different pieces um he sort of described it as an unequal canon um which i thought that was a really interesting um thing that he sort of said about you know i guess you know that's what you know yeah so how he looks, how he looked at the canon, um, whether, you know, he sort of thought about that, you know, before they were brought on to the show or that sort of thing. So I thought that was really interesting. I just want to know your thoughts about that, Sydney. Yeah. Um, I mean, first of all, I was just already so excited about the whole event when, yeah, be before it had even started, all of the comments of everyone just mm. like, I'm here, I'm here. And yeah. everybody's saying hi to each other, like from within the different fan communities and from the Crystal mm. Shard. And, and then when familiar names started popping up, everybody was like, oh, hey, that guy, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. before we knew it, like puppeteers were there and Donna Kimball was there. And um, I think Louise Gold popped up too at one point. Like everybody was just like, everyone's here. And 
and everybody was geeking out before the action had even started. Mm. So um, it took a while, I think, what, once the actual meeting began streaming, people were still like um, socializing in the comments and being stoked about who was in there. And it took yeah. a while for people to kind of settle down and like pay attention to what was happening, I think. Um, but yeah, we're talking about the, the canon of the Dark Crystal and um, what was it? He, he said it was uneven. Was yeah, un, un, yeah, uneven or unequal, unequal. Um, canon. Yeah, so I, I thought when he and brought it up, like I never heard that term before. I'm like, that was a really, yeah, interesting yeah, way to I describe, mean, I guess, guess <laughs> the canon. Entire, yeah, like we had entire uh, conversations, like an entire podcast not too long ago about the canon of the Dark Crystal. And it was it was cool that one of the writers actually ad- addressed that, that it was sort of a, a subject of controversy, the official canon, and that everybody mm. Ideas and calling it unequal, I think it's it's interesting to um, consider. Like, did he mean? I kind of wanted him to elaborate on that a little. Like, did you mean it's unequal in the sense of officially, like what's considered more important and less important, or unequal in terms of like how the fans interpret the materials and what's been successful and what's been favored and what's been kind of ignored mm. and. Um, there's a lot of different ways you could look at it. It's because it is sort of a wonky canon as we've. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I know like, you know, there's so, you know, a lot of differences between, you know, what was established in world of the dark crystal to what's sort of been established now. Um, so it, 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 it was just a very interesting comment from Will about the unequal canon. Um, yeah. I know it, it would be so I'd love to sort of talk to him about that. It's like, what do you mean by unequal canon? You know? Um, yeah. But I, I, it does seem like wherever it's like, you know, everyone has their own sort of interpretations of the canon. Yeah. And I think, yeah, yeah. So I, I just thought when, when he brought it up, I thought, oh, that was, yeah, just. It's good really that they know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That, so- they're, yeah. Yeah. They're very well aware of, you know, yeah. that things may not, you know, be aligned as much as, you know, we would love it to be. Yeah. Um, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and of course, um, I think one of the big things that they talked about as well. Uh, was the lack of mystics and it seemed like you know very early on they were just like well you know we got to focus on you know to skeksis you know for this show yeah which which i think really makes sense because it's like well the skeksis are you know they're the antagonists you know we got to focus on them got to focus on the galflings as the you know the protagonists essentially Mm -hmm. um and that um yeah i mean having the mystics i mean as much as we would love to see in all of them i think it sort of definitely once i ex- when they explain a lot more that i think it was to me felt like a bit of a right choice just to um focus on those two sides and yeah. then um and should a season two happen i definitely would believe that we're going to see the mystics um come into play um uh i don't know what, what was your thoughts about that jamie just um about you know because I know that was probably one of the big things like with the show that we'd like, oh, you know, we didn't see all the mystics or, you know, we only saw uh, two of them, you know, in, in this season of the show. Um, did you thought that that was sort of like, you know, a good move on their part? Well, in terms of them discussing the mystics in the live, in that live panel, my thought was right away, yes, you didn't see them, but you're going to. That's what I thought was, you know, yeah. was going to be a natural segue into it. Essentially, it was them just saying yeah well we couldn't do it and th- th- those weren't th- they, they weren't the focus and this was more of a gelfling 
Skeksis battle, which made complete sense to me. I mean, yeah. we've discussed this before ad nauseum. I don't think that <clears throat> you need to keep something mysterious. Um, yeah. and mysterious. Yeah, totally. Mm. And I think that season two, definitely, if if it happens, and it's mm. probably going to be the only, they're probably only going to be two seasons. They're going to re- want yeah. to reveal those when the time's come has come, um, yeah. so that as the Gelflings, probably, I can imagine in a season two, the Gelflings are going to be like, okay, we have the shard, we have this, we know what we're supposed to do. Why can't we do it? And in their quest for the why, it's going to take them to yeah the mystics and they're going to be like can you help us can you and then they'll find out yes this is your this is your part in the story but this is not your time in the story either whatever they do i'm not really sure yeah 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 keeping the mystics back makes complete sense to me yeah they're chilling right now it stands to reason that during the events of of season one when everything uh seems to be normal but there's the evil is Mm. happening secretly they're just kind of like I mean, we've talked about before how the mystics deal with a lot of sort of guilt for their part in the um, disarray because the two halves of the whole. And so mm. they've decided like, it's just better for the world if we stay back and not intervene because mm. we're yeah. just going to, you know, we, we have to sort of serve penance for what we've done and reflect and learn and things like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if, if they were going to go to the mystic Valley in season one, I feel like it would have propelled the plot faster than mm. we were ready for. Like they, cause all the, the purpose that the mystics would have served would be to give that information. And we got that in episode seven with um, Ergo and Skekroth, the whole like exposition of revealing to the Gelfling what the backstory is and yeah. going to the mystics, I think just would have been a rehash of that. It would have been repetitive. Um, and we needed more time to see things we hadn't seen yet. You know, people didn't want, a series that just showed us all the same things we had seen in the movie already. We wanted to see the things that we came away from the movie wanting to see more of. Mm-hmm. And we got a pretty good amount of mystics in the movie. They got mm-hmm. a lot of focus and it's been yeah. established that they're chill, like keepers of the information. They're not really part of the action so much intentionally. So yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it would be, it'd be great to see them in the show. Sure. We want to see everybody, but it makes perfect sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, It'll, it's gonna be really interesting, yeah, to see them in season two. Yeah. Um, because I mean, I was even just imagining them, like, you know, if they started season two and you got, you know, it started at the Valley of the Mystics, and then you mm-hmm. saw sort of what was happening concurrently with the um, uh, the battle at Stone in the Wood. You know, when the two Mystics died, um, Skekra yeah. and Skaklak, and then seeing the counterparts, um, sort of, you know, evaporating. Yeah. Disappearing, that sort of thing. Um, whether that sort of becomes an impact of like, well, when you know, if there's or you know like an episode, yeah, yeah, or yeah, <laughs> they just look a, like whoop. Okay, well, keep walking. Know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but maybe, like that could be something that you know, if the Gelflings are like, we're going to go to the see the Mystics, and the Mystics yeah. are like, oh no, we're not going to help you. It's like, well, why? It's like, well, you know, you you know, we've lost you know, two of us, you know, in our cause or, you know, something like that, because, or maybe they've seen the, yeah. maybe they've seen the, maybe at that point, the um, wall of destiny has been revealed and they're like, mm. Oh my God, here we are. Here yeah. it is. Here's our path. And for some reason, like there's a, you know, in the, one of the sequences, the flash sequences that mm. Deed has, you see 
ran on the crystal with the shard and he's yeah. trying to jam it in and it's stuck yep. um and the idea that maybe when that happens later on in the in in the season two if it happens they're like why didn't it work and he had to take it out and why didn't it, maybe they get angry and it gets lost or augmented or whatever however it, yeah. it, it, whatever yeah. happens they know that they are the key to their survival but there's they're in front of a wall and yeah. mm -hmm. it's probably very frustrating in the middle of probably what we imagine the Gartham destroying their culture and their lives. So they're like, what good was this information if we can't save ourselves? I think yeah. that'd be an interesting plot. Yeah. Plus, you know, in season one, they, they learn about the history and they learn about the shard, but they really don't touch on the conjunction at all in season one. And that's information no. they still have to get in another season. And that's information they could potentially get from the, from the mystics. And um, because in the movie, we learn more about the great conjunction from Agra, but mm. she doesn't touch on it like at all in the series. So maybe there has to still be a moment between Agra and the mystics. That's, that was potentially something that was prepared for in, in a season two right up <laughs> you know yeah yeah you know I, I mean they had prepared stories for ne for next season you know mm. that on paper like they've confirmed that um that they've prepared like what would happen if they were going to do another season they just don't have the green light to do it yet which presents yeah, the so. elephant in the room much of yep. many of us were oh yeah yeah tuning <laughs> into the nebri in the room yeah yeah much of yep. us were tuning in Expecting, or maybe not expecting, but hoping that there was going to be yeah. a season two announcement. I mean, we we yeah. saw all the heavy hitters from the show uh, yeah. convene all at the same time. That's never happened. It's only been one of them or two of them here and there and all over. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, before that happened, you saw Becky Henderson post a photo of all, a lot of the puppeteers raising a glass of wine. We hadn't seen yeah. that before. <laughs> so what yeah. we're all thinking is I know. Yeah. announcement. That's what they're going to do, or this is going to be some type of segue into that at some point. And it didn't happen, and a lot of people were no. really frustrated by that. And yeah. uh, I mean, I know I most of the stuff that we heard, I'd heard before, we'd all heard before. There's a there's an hour and twenty two minute documentary explaining every yeah. mo almost yeah, everything the that they yeah everything that you heard in the live the live panel is better told in that documentary. Mm. Um, yeah. So. I mean, which doesn't mean it was great to see everybody, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. They're all yeah. amazing people. And... Yeah. Disclaimer, not to sound like total spoiled brats. Or <laughs> yeah. I think it yeah, was yeah. just, yeah. that's what, and I, I, I think, you know, I was, well, I, I think a lot of people who were tuning in, a lot of the fans who were tuning in to the show, weren't tuning mm. in to find out information they don't know, except yeah. for a season two, because yeah. it's yeah. just been loud silence for uh, 10 months now, almost 10 months. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's it, it is pretty crazy that's you know almost like years past and you know yeah. you're two we're two months away from being at you know one year anniversary of the show and haven't heard a peep no. and uh, yeah I mean it was something that like even I was really hoping um, I was more just hoping that they would just sort of give us an update whether you know it's happening or not or yeah. if it's like we're still in discussions we yeah. can't say anymore yeah. Um, but yeah, the fact that it just was not mentioned at all. And yeah. I know a lot, and a lot of people, you know, like in the comments, like for questions, like, Oh, give us questions. Like everyone's like season two, you know, are we going to get a season two or not? Yeah, um, totally so, yeah, yeah. I would imagine that Lisa or Hallie or somebody was like, that's a question we're not going to answer. So you can't ask us that. 
Yeah, yeah, before before they recorded, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even still, though, I feel like my, that yeah. my biggest disappointment was not that they didn't announce another season. It mm. was just that they didn't acknowledge yeah, they didn't the fact acknowledge that we it. were all... Yeah. Yeah, like, just acknowledge the fact that we see that two-thirds of all these comments are you guys asking about season <laughs> two. And we're not in a position to talk about that yet. Just say that right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm. it. That would have been enough to be like, okay, that's not what we're here for. Because there, yeah. was, a, there was a tone, there was like a palpable emotion mm. at least i felt of just like we're all anxiously waiting for something yeah please tell us anything and <laughs> all of these people are asking questions then that are just not getting acknowledged and like waiting for a bomb to drop like a build-up and that didn't help the fact that it wasn't acknowledged from the get-go because that made it feel yeah. like there was a specific moment we were waiting for and there yeah, really was a build up yeah like just tell us right off the bat that that's not what this is about because like it's not like we would have all left if you had said no this isn't about season two it's not like everyone have been peace i'm not listening to this crap anymore like no we would have yeah. still stuck around you know we're not total children <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> we still want to support them and, and listen to what they have to say but man like, you know give us some sort of acknowledgement that you hear that we are concerned that you hear mm. that we are anxious that you hear that we are all eager and just share in that with us even if you don't have information yet share in that moment with us and be like, we hear that you're frustrated. So mm. are we, we are waiting for an update too. No news has happened for us either. We're the, right there with you. That would have at least felt like some sort of solidarity. And, and, you know, I'd, I'm trying not to sound like we're being, you know, we haven't been betrayed or anything. It's not like no, we're no, no. canceling these was, people, but. <laughs> there didn't seem to be any recognition that you have a, a ton of fans watching right now. Like maybe a hello, maybe a, and the only, yeah. the, the only, I think Lisa Henson talked about the critics. And it was kind of like, oh, the critics loved it. I'm like, it's not, that, it wasn't for the critics. It was for yeah. the fans. And that was a bit of a disconnect yeah. moment too, but yeah. it's whatever. I think it's amazing that the critics love Age of Resistance. Yeah. And, yeah, and definitely like, I mean, from her perspective, I mean, I think it is, it is definitely an important thing, you know, like, uh, like it is really important, more important about, you know, getting, you know, having the fans really loving the show. Um, but it is important, you know, for the critics to love because if you're getting, you know, great reviews from the critics, then that's going to convince more people that don't know anything about Dark Crystal, never seen Dark Crystal to check out the show. Yeah. So, and I think that was probably like, you know, very early on, I guess, with the attention with the, in sh with the show was, you know, they know that, well, they're making the show for the fans, but they also sort of had to think about people that have never seen Dark Crystal before. And I felt like, you know, with Age of Resistance, like that really opened up probably so much more, you know, to that well to a lot of people yeah. compared to, you know, when we had the original film and it was sort of, you know, a cult classic, it was sort of like its own thing. And, um, and then Age of Resistance sort of, sort of opened it up to a whole new level. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there were some cool production photos. Like I, one of my favorite things about the panel was when they would kind of go back and forth between mm -hmm. photos of production from Age of Resistance and then like compare it to a similar photo from production of the movie. And, you know, that was really nice to see um, those little moments, like the peeks into the workshops and things like mm. that. And again, you know, there's yeah. a lot of stuff we had all seen already collectively as a fandom, especially those of us who like collect the books and follow the social media and, you know, have been anxiously hanging on anything we could waiting for this show to happen you know it's so again it wasn't really you know any new material but it was cool to see that a little organized slideshow i guess of 
here's some stuff from the show and here's some stuff from the movie and how they kind of mirror each other and the, the little you know tying the theme together was was nice and um but i think that the absolute highlights for me were probably like i feel like the um out of out of everybody on that panel the one who's like the most in it with us like being anxious and like wanting us to have information is louie just mm -hmm. because yeah. I felt like he was kind of holding back from, from saying things because he, I think he, he feels for us. I get the vibe that he's like, I'm mm. right there with you guys. Like, I want this to happen too. And yeah. the moment for me that sealed that in was when he sort of threw it out there that, Hey, just so you know, Toby Froud's a real good director. Yeah. <laughs> and, <I know. laughs> so he was sort of saying like, another uh, Nebri elephant in the room is that mm. Louis is going to be directing Bright and mm. probably most likely we can deduce it will not have time to do a season two even if it is greenlit um yeah. that's a that's a fair assumption to make just based on how busy he's going to be right so he was kind of hinting to those of us who were feeling that like hey mm. i support somebody else directing it just because i might not be available doesn't mean it shouldn't happen mm. toby froud's a great director wink wink let's not yeah, forget yeah. <laughs> and and i was i was like hey i, I see what you did there Louis. i got that little yeah. that little dig there because yeah toby froud would be a friggin amazing director for a season two can you imagine yeah oh my god um it'd just, be so awesome yeah it would it would be amazing and I have this sort of fantasy that if he were to direct another season, maybe we'd have like aspects of stop motion incorporated into it because that's sort of his wheelhouse right now. And mm. oh man, my heart would just explode. But but anyway, yeah. that yeah. And then also what Brian Froud said about his uh, favorite uh, yeah. plan. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean that that was a big thing. Like um, I think one of the questions was they were ask asking if um what Gla what Gelfling clan you know would each of them be mm -hmm. and so i think Haley said she would be a seafin uh i think lisa was a grotten uh will said vaprin because yeah. he likes books <laughs> and then i know and then yeah then brian just drops his bombshell it's like well it's the ones we haven't seen yet i mean there's some hidden ones elsewhere you know yeah. and that sort of got a bit of a shock from you know everyone's just like what yet what? <laughs> what are you saying <laughs> like yeah um like give us that information then like <laughs> yeah are you, exactly are you working yeah. on another book are there more designs for the bearded winged gelfling from this from the wall of destiny perhaps mm. <laughs> oh, oh I, because like... i yeah because i know like jamie i i remember like i mean when i first heard i'm like oh i mean the only reason I could think it would be filings is if they were really still pushing to make that power of the dark crystal film to sort of introduce the filings in the show to yeah. be like we you know here's this connected tissue with the sequel but i know jamie you did speculate this a while ago about if there was like a sky clan essentially um like you know, yeah <laughs> 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 because because I, I i remember i think you were sort of speculate that ba based on um the quote from uh Skexoc in the dark crystal and you know get the crystal crystal bats fly search the land search the water search the sky mm -hmm. um and the sky part was sort of well certainly because you have your the Bruns, yeah who, or mm. you have the, the 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 what what clan is naya uh, uh drenchen. Drenchen, drenchen who live in the swamps the water and then you have the uh the stone and wood and everyone else who lives on the land and then you yeah. might have a sky clan you might have this 
this really old Gelfling clan of strange winged males or something that live above the clouds in some whatever yeah. they built, whatever yeah. managed. Yeah. And they live away from it all. They wanted to get away from everything and they wanted, they wanted to sort of watch over Thra in their own yeah. way, but not mm. necessarily be a part of it. I don't know. Because let's not forget that the the lines between the clans were not something that was constructed by the Gelfling themselves. It wasn't something that was a natural order. It was something that was constructed by the Skeksis to divide them. And so they only organized, it like stands to reason that they only organized and structured the different clans of Gelfling that they knew of mm -hmm. and that they had immediate power over. Mm -hmm. Who's to say that there aren't more Gelfling outside of their scope of rule? Or Gelfling know? that saw... Mm. This was happening, and they're like, "We're not going to be a part bounced. of this." And <laughs> they didn't reveal yeah. themselves to the Skeksis. Um, so this, you know, the, but the Skeksis discovered everyone else. They didn't yeah. bother with the Grottens because the Grottens yeah. were underground. They might, they might have heard yeah. of them, but they weren't a threat. Yeah. And everyone, look at what's then, happening now. If we had wings, we'd all be like, "Bye." We're, <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> we're flying out of here. <laughs> so yeah, I totally believe it. There's there's a hundred percent some some wing beardies up there that we haven't seen yet and toby and brian proud is 100 percent one of them of course yeah. there's a motorcycle right as i'm talking so rude <laughs> it, so it, it might have been one of the skeksis on the skekmobile just sort of arriving 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. get out of here skeksel yeah here. yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean that was a really interesting yeah comment um bit of that yeah bit of that drop bomb uh when when he sort of said about that and i mean of course we know in dark crystal 369 sort of works so i'm curious if there's actually you know two clans that we don't actually know you know just to have that sort of synergy with the numbers you know with with nine clans instead of the um yeah. the seven um but i do know i think seven is a very significant number and i not 100 i know it was like 369 and seven i think was another significant number which i think was because of the the yeah. clans, the number of the clans. Yeah. Um, and there have been a lot of really yeah. good articles and stuff written about the, like the alchemy of the Dark mm -hmm. Crystal and how a lot of it kind of draws inspiration from a lot of pagan mythology, a lot of Norse mythology and things like that. And in paganism, the number seven is very relevant and um, comes up a lot in, in the alchemy of it. And, so and, also so in the totally. in bib in biblical Absolutely. and revelation. So weird Absolutely. that we're talking about the number seven anyways. But it's been all yeah. over my life recently. <laughs> Yeah, just, I'm not superstitious. Yeah, You're not superstitious. But it, it goes <laughs> to show, though, that they uh, they do their homework, and it's just another way that those of us who have studied this this world and this mythos, these are the kinds of things that we all have in our minds, and we we put those little connections together. And because we are, we have grown to be such a hungry, needy little fandom because we go mm. for so long without getting anything. Um, where we hold on to everything we get like he said yeah. that and we let's read into it real hard because otherwise who knows how long it'll be before we get any more information so yeah yeah I feel that yes yeah so i mean of course you know as we're sort of waiting to see what's going to happen with season two i mean one of the interesting things that sort of popped up is like if the show did get cancelled and <laughs> like i i know like i was just sort of i this article sort of came up um from ign about um you know with daredevil and how that show got cancelled a lot of the other marvel shows on netflix that all the rights all go back to to marvel i think in like late 2020 um so it, it's gonna be really interesting that if the show 
because that, I mean, that's the thing I just thought about is if it went, if it went to a different streaming platform, would they, would they, would the show have to be canceled first and then they have to wait two years, um, essentially to, for then the rights to go back to the Henson company to then go to, you know, to be able to pitch it to a streaming service. That's, that's, I know that's one thing I was sort of curious. Yeah. I was just sort of reading about that. I'm like, I'm really curious if, if, um, yeah, if, you know, if it's going to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If that were to happen, honestly, like Mm. I would prefer that like to happen sooner, like just then announce mm. that it's canceled so that HBO could pick it up in two years. And we didn't yeah. have a time frame that was um, realistic then at that point. I'd rather that and, and wait another two years where we know something's coming at the end of that two years than to go another year of nothing. Absolutely mm. no news on the horizon, crickets from Netflix, no cancellation, no renewal, nothing. And mm. then potentially even more in the future just uncertainty and then when eventually they do cancel it and then we have that two-year time frame who knows how well, that long would be four years then it probably then it'll be four years at that point you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. it'd be crazy i don't i don't think netflix is going to cancel it i think uh right now what we're experiencing is coronavirus yep. yeah scheduling and i think oh yeah ev- yeah everything is up in the air right now yeah. um in terms and everything's being pushed back which push, pushes back everything else that's coming after it. Um, mm. So I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I suspect they'll probably go with a different director. That's what I suspect. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. who knows? I, I can't imagine the show without Louie. I can't imagine no. the show, but maybe with Toby for sure. For with sure. Guillermo? Yeah. I yeah. think just, a, yeah. yeah. I don't know about Guillermo <laughs> though. I think Guillermo, I think they need some, they need someone who, understands the vision of the of the dark crystal and it's not about your vision for it it's about mm. the established vision i think that's mm. why louis was brilliant because he he, okay. he understood that how do i keep the integrity of the first film in this show without mm. it veering off into these crazy directions and they did veer off into building more mythology but it didn't feel incongruous to the dark crystal it felt like yeah. a natural extension of a story that we already knew i my 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 hesitation with Guillermo del Toro is he'll go completely different direction or it'll just be too dark. Um, it'll be more dark and than it is that balance between dark and light. Not to say that maybe mm. he can. I just yeah. don't know anybody else either than Louis or, or Toby. Or to- Toby, I, yeah. I don't know if Toby would be up for the challenge of directing 10 episodes. Um, That's why I think I yeah. feel like a partnership would be a good... Yeah, I, I feel like... Guillermo and Toby because they're already mm. kind of they're working together already mm-hmm. for that for the Pinocchio project for the Jim Henson company and things like that I feel like their combined visions would be a really good sort of balance you know maybe mm. they each direct five episodes or maybe they co-direct mm-hmm. you know I feel like it yeah. would be a really harmonious partnership for a season two I agree with you Jamie that Guillermo has such typically a strong flavor of his own that he typically injects into into the things that he directs and it, and it often works really well um however I, I feel like for a season two that makes more sense than for mm-hmm. a season one if he mm-hmm. had been directing season True. one i would have been like i don't think that'll fit as well with the movie it's going to feel like a Guillermo del toro project more than anything else but season two has to be darker yeah. than I season agree. one 
I just so, think what's the most important thing is this is about Jim Henson's vision, not your, yeah. you know, not to say that, I mean, who am I, you know, I, but mm. I, I think Louie understood that Hallie understood that Lisa understood that everybody yeah. involved felt was yeah. seemed like, how do we, how do we expand upon Jim Henson's vision and honor it? Not that Guillermo del Toro wouldn't obviously right. told no. me. Would. I'm just, I'm a little bit concerned about, some filmmakers putting their own visual stamp on it so it looks yeah. like eh, it's kind of dark crystal but it kind of yeah. wasn't you know yeah mm-hmm. which is why that. like like tim burton's my favorite director separate but if like he would be like the worst because he you can't have a tim burton movie that doesn't look like a tim burton movie mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. a director yeah. like that where you look at it and be like why this so yeah i totally agree with you but i feel like somebody who already has a, an established sort of rapport with the Henson company and with the frouds, yeah. mm-hmm. Guillermo makes sense in that respect totally. for a season two. I just yeah. feel like that partnership would be smart. And again, this is all nothing official. This is all just our ideas and our suggestions yep. and fingers crossed that somebody important hears it and that the fandom is loud enough in, in their um, theories like this and ideas, because the last thing we want is for Netflix to be like, well, we don't have Louie and that's it. <laughs> like we want, yeah. they need to know that we still have ideas of how it could happen and they should listen to us. You know, listening to the fandom has proven very successful for the Henson company in the past. I mean, that's how the J.M. Lee novels were born. Was Yeah, by, all those author quests, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think more franchises could stand to learn that lesson and, and listen to their fans. Um, that's what we try to encourage here. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it really, it would be really interesting. I mean, especially with uh, Toby, because I think, um, yeah, Louis did mention, I think that Toby, he directed sort of that, that puppet scene essentially in, in episode seven, which is definitely one of my favorite moments from the show. Yeah. And, um, and I think, you know, I, I think he's got what it takes. Um, and I think especially, you know, the experience on working on age of resistance, I think, you know, and, and just having just that free hour synergy, um, you know, to, to have that, you know, for Toby to be able to, oh, you yeah. know, potentially direct a season two. I would definitely would love to see that happening um, yeah. if it did. But yeah, I mean, awesome. and Del Toro would be a really interesting choice. Um, you know, I'd definitely be open to it. Um, but yeah, there's, but that's the thing is like, there's not many other directors that sort of really popping on top of my head of, you know, who I want, you know, to direct a season yeah. two. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, like I'm a big fan of Tim Burton, but I'm like, but his recent stuff is sort of like, yeah, a bit, mm, hit and miss at times I'm, yeah 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 not, not to <laughs> he'll, he'll probably try and bring johnny depp in somehow <laughs> hey you know what i i'm not complaining about that but yeah. <laughs> not for the dark crystal so yes although, yeah i mean he if he voiced a skexy or something he, he could do a good voice i'm not opposed to that but no it's not I mean, it could be a skekly <laughs> <laughs> skek depp <laughs> yeah <laughs> um uh, yeah 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 no i'd that was just the first example I could think of of somebody that like it's impossible mm. to shake their own personal style off of it. And it, it would just be incongruous, especially for continuing another season. But um, yeah. I just think it was really awesome that, that Louis sort of gave that, that thumbs up for Toby Froud in that way. Um, so that one, he could plant the mm. idea in everyone's head. And, yeah. and also because he was talking to producers and <laughs> at the time yeah. and that they could hear it, you know, it wasn't just for the fans. It was for, Hey, well, I've got all you guys here. Listen, I just want to let you know. <laughs> yeah. I support Toby this is what I think. Director. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> yeah. thanks Louie. Thank you for that little glimmer of 
the fact that you know we are heard by somebody thank you <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah i i think that was probably like i think we've almost pretty much covered everything um that happened at the event so yeah so overall like you know it was great to see everyone i know again we were sort of you know had that sort of expectation that we'd have loved to um to hear something about a, a season two or some kind of update but uh, i don't think i mean where we are right now it's like i just don't think we're going to hear it anytime soon and i think and if we do it's just going to be just a, a surprise essentially almost yeah. probably what it was like back in 2017 when they first announced the show so yeah right about um, the time we all give yeah. up hope <laughs> yeah but yeah no, don't. Like, nobody give up hope no no no, no 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 yeah if anything else if anything else i think it gave me a sense of you know what it's time to focus on other things yeah mm. um there's a lot going on in the world right now. Um, yep. We're still dealing with a pandemic. We probably will, you know, yep. until they have, have a, some type of uh, vaccine, which looks hopeful, yeah. but we don't know when that's going to roll out. So we're yeah. going to be living in a very strange world for a long, yep. long time. And uh, things just got a little bit more hairy in America right now and yes. heading towards an election in November. Mm. Things are nuts. Uh, I think production Bananas. is just about to start picking up for like uh, the governor of California just said, yeah, with LA, uh, yeah, film yeah. production can start picking up again. And that's going to be a whole different process, yeah. but it's good mm. because these outlets and these streaming services can start making content again, which there's yeah. been like a mm. three month delay now. Um, yeah. But so I'm, I'm sort of good. I'm there's all, tons of other stuff that I love that I'm involved with that I can think about. And that was that last bit of not that i've lost hope but it was a last no. moment of oh they could be doing this right now they could be announcing this now they didn't i was frustrated i got over it yeah. time to move on yeah well plus i think it's also a good reminder that even though we could have had that moment of disappointment like that's perfectly valid mm. we should be taking this time to i think reinvest ourselves into season one and being grateful for what we have so far um, especially since, as we touched on at the beginning today, mm. this season and the content of this season is so relevant to what is happening in the world right now and in this, our country right now in particular. Mm. And I feel that more people should be watching this show because regardless of what happens with the season two, the, the messages, um, uh, what, what happens in this series, it's so important that people get those messages and that people are, are reflecting on those topics right now while we have the time, while a lot of us are still at home and we're going to be out of home more and more soon here. Um, take this time since we're not getting any announcements anytime soon on the horizon to take what we've been given and and utilize it for the better because that's what jim henson would have wanted Amen. yeah no well well said um yeah and even like myself i've just been revisiting the shows and i'm up to episode four and just like i'm just still blown away with it um just so much that goes on and moments i just laugh my head off like you know with the podlings and stuff in episode four you know just having a great time and just but also the stories and the themes are just yeah they're just so incre incredible and very relevant um to that to what's happening in the in the real world so um so that way things can get better yeah better than yeah. they were before they'll never be like they were before again yeah they'll, they'll be better they'll be better yep exactly and i mean and and still i mean the good thing is actually the good thing recently is uh the comics they're coming back um with issue eight of 
the um, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance comics. I think that that last uh, issue of, of of the arc about with Hup and Barfinius, that's finally coming out. I think this uh, Thursday now, so um, that's coming up really really soon. So we're now at least going to get going to get at least monthly, you know, <laughs> stories about during the yeah. Age of Resistance sort of time. So um, so that's going to be good to look forward to. I know. I think Jamie Lee's book, uh, Song of the Seven Gelfling Clans. I think that's due to come out. Uh, in July 28th um, and uh, the Dark Crystal Beast series coming up in, in October oh, wow. of 13th so of this year. So, you know, we still got, you know, we still got a couple little things that are sort of, you know, Dark Crystal books to all other projects to, to look forward to that are sort of happening, um, you know, which is all good fun. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's always, at least we had those sort of things to sort of tide us over while we're still waiting to find out what's going to happen with season two. But um, yeah, I mean, we certainly definitely hope for the best and um, yeah, just, you know, I just hope they can make that announcement, you know, so we can just, we could could just be chill and just be like, all right, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to (laughs) happen. And this August Throthon, get everybody that Mm -hmm. hasn't seen the show yet to freaking watch it finally. Like your brother who's been putting it off make them sit down and watch it. <laughs> you know, when we can finally have people over at our houses again in August, hopefully, and we no longer have to be totally isolated, take that opportunity to have little watch parties. You know, it's, yeah. some people have commented like Netflix doesn't care about multiple viewings from the same account. Like that's not the point though. Like the point no. is that more people see it, more people talk about it, more people discover it, um, you know, make it trend again, get it relevant. Like it is. Yeah, well, enough people relevant. start watching. Enough people are watching it, and it's going to start trending. Netflix will notice that. Netflix yep. noticed that it was trending in different regions uh, yeah. when we had our throwathon a few weeks ago. They're just mm-hmm. going to notice. Um, and yeah. I think Dark Crystal has always historically uh, been something that has done well over time. And mm-hmm. I feel like Netflix understands that. That's why yeah. we haven't heard anything. They're going to see how does this do over over the course of the year. I think that's a better estimate than what's the first 28 days because it's yeah. a lot to get through in 28 days. It just yeah. really is. And people aren't, everybody's yeah. different. Yeah. Um, so we'll a lot see. of garbage is trending in the first week. Anyway, look at Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never, seen, <laughs> no. never seen it. Haven't seen one episode. Not You're interested. Uh, no, same here. Yeah. Yeah. Not worth so. it. Don't do it. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's the point. If it's still trending a year later, that matters more than if it's trending yeah. in the first couple days. Right. Cause yeah, all and kinds just of garbage trends at first, but oh, if yeah. it's still oh, trending yeah. a year yeah. later, and you're still getting a new audience on board, hey, that's that's the money right there, man. Let's yeah, do it. Definitely, yeah, yeah, exactly. So that'll that'll be coming up in in August, uh, end of August, to celebrate so the one year anniversary of Age Resistance, um, and of course, that, I think there's there'll definitely be a lot of um information about it sort of as we sort of get closer um to that date which really thinking about it it's just going to be around the corner to be honest because it's like the time time flies so much um it's kind of crazy that you know we're already in june it was february yesterday yeah exactly yeah (laughs) it it, i know it's so much has been happening and um yeah so i mean we got a lot to look forward to regardless so um and yeah it's just it's just all good so i think we'll we'll wrap it up for this episode of trial by stone again thank you so much for tuning in uh and i certainly hope you've been enjoying these um live shows as well and uh and before we sign off i do want to say a big thanks um to our patreon sponsors uh you know especially with with the great conjunction uh which was that first dark crystal 
conjunction panel that happened early in the year. Yeah. Um, if you actually definitely check out, they've actually been putting the, the panels up on YouTube. So I think if you just if you go YouTube, if you just search um, like ZM events, that's probably going to be the easiest way to watch those panels yeah. um, that, that was recorded. So, and, um, and also there'll be an episode coming up with um, myself and uh, I did ch- uh, chat to Zay uh, who ran, who ran the event and sort of talked about what went down and how, how it all went. And um, we had a great time talking about that. So we got plenty of shows to come. Cool. Um, so big thanks to her for that. And also to, uh, to Albert Chesser who, uh, oh, Albert Kessa, sorry um who uh yeah supported the uh you know the sponsorship uh with the uh podcast um and for anyone that is interested in supporting um you can do so at patreon.com forward slash dark crystal podcast you can find all the information there um you know i do bonus shows we got the fan art there um that that, that sydney does so we've got a lot of um cool stuff to look forward to so um yeah i think they'll cover it so I think thank you all so much and uh, stay tuned uh, for more trial by sign. Bye. 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 If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at dark crystal podcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash dark crystal podcast. Follow us on Instagram at dark crystal podcast and on Twitter at dark crystal pod. If you'd like to support the show, subscribe to the podcast, write a review on Apple Podcasts, and consider being our Patreon supporter at patreon.com forward slash dark crystal podcast. Thank you all so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone. This podcast is brought to you by ThamesCon, bringing conventions to Oxford and London, including the Great Conjunction, the first ever dark crystal convention in the world. For more information, visit their website at www.thegreatconjunction.com. And to our Crystal of Truth TR Patreon member, Albert Kesser. Albert's a fellow Aussie and Dark Crystal fan who's actually been on Trial by Stone as a guest before. He makes intricate pattern prints, the kind you'd find a mystic carving into the sands in the forests of Thra. So if you like the Dark Crystal, there's a good chance you'll like his patterns too. You can check out his art and entertainment podcasts on Apple, Stitcher or Google just by searching Albert Kesser. That's Kesser, C-H-E-S-S-A. And check out shirts products with his patterns on them at albertkesser.com forward slash store.